This episode first aired on Raid of the Paul, Chicago's College Connection. Hello, I'm Shanira, and welcome to the Chini Chronicles on Radio DePaul, your one stop for pop culture on college radio. Hello, you're listening to Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. This is the Chini Chronicles, and I'm Shanira Ebay. Welcome to season four of the Chini Chronicles. Uh, it's been a year since I started this, was it last week? So yeah, this is, last week was the one year anniversary of me starting this show. And this is, like I just said, the fourth season. So, I'm going to be talking about Britney Spears and her ongoing feud with her um, sister, Jamie Lynn. And I'm just clicking away. But, um, so, yeah, so I'm going to be talking about Britney Spears and her beef with her sister. So, where exactly did their start? Um, obviously, Britney Spears was in a conservatorship that was very straining. Um, she got the conservatorship back in January 2008. Uh, this start, this, um, conservatorship came very soon after, um, very instances most notably her coming up paparazzi with an umbrella, smashing the car with the umbrella and then shaving her head. And then it, it, uh, at first it was temporary, but then by the end of 2008, it was made permanent. Um, then later in that year, November 20, not 20, but 2008, uh, NTV had this uh, documentary called Britney for the record and she said, quote, the way I feel, it's like they hear me, but they're not really, they're really not listening. When you go to jail, there's always the time you know that you're going to get out. It's just like Groundhog, Groundhog Day every day. Okay, so basically, um, pretty much ever since like the beginning of her um, conservatorship, people have been kind of like scrutinizing it and kind of like calling it into question. As to, like, why she is under conservatorship. But, like, I guess it's understandable because, like, I guess, like, all the paparazzi were kind of, like, on her. And she kind of, like, had that mental breakdown and whatnot. But the thing that, like, kind of, like, shut everybody out is, like, it's been 13 years until she was freed. Um, in May 2019, she had attended um, a hearing regarding her conservatorship. She was hand-in-hand hand with her mother. Um, summer 2021, she addresses the court, and she says that the conservatorship was abusive. So her statement to the judge was well over 20 minutes. She says that she wanted her life back. Uh, she said that she was traumatized, that she wasn't happy, and she couldn't sleep. And... She she also says there was a time in early 2019 where she was in a mental facility. And it turns out that allegedly, she, according to Brittany, she says that she was forced into said facility in 2019. And this was after she had canceled her Las Vegas shows. 
I vaguely, <clears throat> Jesus, I vaguely remember when this first broke in 2019. I'm just like, why are they putting her in a mental facility? I don't, for me personally, I didn't really know, I don't really know much about the conservatorship because when it first came in, I was only like seven, eight years old. And I didn't really know life about life. <laughs> I didn't really know anything about life. But, um, so yeah, um, personally for me, the whole thing in 2019 where she was canceling her Las Vegas shows and she was being forced into a mental facility. I was like, where I, so I'm kind of late to the party. And I just, that's when I first started like understanding like, oh, there's something. Um, she, in the statement, she also says that she was forced to wear IUD because her family didn't want her to have any more kids. Uh, she also wanted to get married to her fiance, um, how do you say his name, Sam Asgari. Um, but her family does not want her to get married or to have kids either. And I guess like the conservative, the, the conservator, the conservatorship is basically, it was so restrictive. I remember reading an article this one time, uh, the conservatorship only allowed her like $1,500 in spending money while she's making pretty much millions off of her royalties and residuals and whatnot. I remember, I remember reading a story about that. Um, she also couldn't get her hair or nails done, nor was she allowed to get massages or acupuncture. Um, also, during this hearing, she, uh, she, this was in, back in 2019, she pretty much told, she pretty much vowed not to perform until her father wasn't conservative. Um, so, So basically, yeah, the reason why she's, like I just mentioned, the reason why that she didn't want to do that is because she didn't want to make the family any more money. Pretty much, she wasn't allowed access to her financial side of things. So pretty much for the last 13 years, she's been performing and making music and making money off that, but she didn't really see much of it, but her family did. And... So how exactly does this circle back to Jamie Lynn? Um, people's attention has turned to Jamie Lynn because Jamie Lynn has been coming out and doing all these interviews for her book. Uh, she was on a Spotify podcast and whatnot. But yeah, so I'm going to play an interview, the, the interview that pretty much started or kind of like reignited the feud between Jamie Lynn and Brittany, she basically is on Good Morning America and she's pretty much running her book. But like, interesting enough, like during this whole, uh, you know, thing about her book, supposed to be talking about her book, but she ends up talking about Brittany pretty much the whole time. But uh, so the, yeah, this is like a six minute, you know, edited news package for Good Morning America. If you want to watch the full, I think it's like 11 minutes, it's on YouTube. So here goes. Verizon is going ultra, and so is our best. Okay, I'll mean, wait for the commercial to be over. The problems with doing YouTube. Anywho, this takes a long time. Why can't I skip it? It's annoying. But anyways, here we go.
Jordan Spears. She's out with a new book, Things I Should Have Said About Growing Up in the Spears Family. Juju Chang sat down with her for an exclusive interview. Juju, this was emotional. Absolutely. You know, people forget that Jamie Lynn has a lot of her own trauma to unpack. She grew up in the same parents as her world-famous sister, a child star herself with similar pressures inside that star-making machinery. And for most of her life, she says she was pretending that everything was okay, even when things were terribly wrong. And she has kept her silence about so much for so long until now. On her own path to stardom, Jamie Lynn Spears, a teen queen of Nickelodeon. I had to go to boarding school. Following in the footsteps of her famous sister, pop star Britney Spears. I adored her. I just, I just really just, she felt like everything to me. And this morning, Jamie Lynn Spears, now 30, an actress. It's not that simple. And at some point, you have to own the path you're on. Songwriter and mother of two, speaking out about the pressure she says came with the famous last name and her family's complicated dynamics in her new book, Things I Should Have Said. Why write this book now? It was really important to me to, first off, honor my voice. I have to do it, or how else can I expect my daughters to stand up for themselves? She details an unstable upbringing, due in part to what she describes as her father's struggles with alcohol when she was young. According to the New York Times, court documents show he attended rehab for alcoholism in 2004, when she was a teen. He wrote in the book, he spent most of my life in that cycle of ruinous behavior. His bouts of drinking always caused me periods of torment and sorrow. How did his drinking shape your lives? For me, it was... Um created a lot of anxiety. The hardest part was like, could I, could I trust you? Are you drinking? Are you not? It was something that no kid should have to question. She also describes the close bond she shared with her sister, who was 10 years older. I felt like she was another mama. Jamie Lynn says as the years passed, she noticed Brittany's behavior begin to change. Words that you've used in the book to describe her behavior over the, your lifetime was erratic, paranoid, spiraling. How do you see your sister's state of mind currently? I can't really speak to anyone else's state of mind. I don't think that's fair. But I'm allowed to say how I felt in those because that matters. It matters that I was in pain. In 2008, Brittany was put into a heavily scrutinized conservatorship. Last June, before it was dissolved, Brittany testified in court calling it abusive, saying, I would honestly like to sue my family and my family has lived off my conservatorship for 13 years. What was your reaction when the conservatorship was dissolved? I was happy. I was, first off, I don't understand. When it was put into place, I was 17 year old. I was about to have a baby, so I didn't understand what was happening, nor was I focused on that. I was focused on the fact that I was a 17 year old about to have a baby. I understand just as little about it then as I do now. You talked in the book about um, the role that you were asked to play in the conservatorship. There was a time where my sister asked me of her trust and will if I would be the person who assured that her boys got what they needed. Whether she's in a conservatorship or not, that was a very normal thing, I thought. Once I realized that, you know what, she's in a conservatorship, I felt like I just didn't want to be a part of until maybe she was out of the conservatorship. So there was no like me overseeing funds or something like that. And if that was, it was a misunderstanding, but Either way, I took no steps to be a part of it. Jamie Lynn revealing for the first time she even tried to give Brittany the resources she needed to end the conservatorship. 
I've always been my sister's biggest supporter. So when she needed help, I set up ways to do so. Went out of my way to make sure that um, she had the contacts she needed to possibly go ahead and end this conservatorship and just end this all for our family. If it's going to cause this much discord, why continue it? So you didn't always agree with the conservatorship? It wasn't about agreeing with the conservatorship. Everyone has a voice and it should be heard. So if she wanted to talk to other people, then I did. I set that up. I even spoke to her legal team, who I, her legal team, previous legal team, and that did not end well in my favor. So I did take the steps to help, but how many times can I take the steps without, um, you know, she has to walk through the door. There's been speculation of a rift, many of Britney's fans attacking Jamie Lynn online, noting that Britney unfollowed her on Instagram. Britney also posting last July that her sister's tribute performance at the 2017 Radio Disney Awards to remixes of her songs hurt her deeply. Honestly, it was somewhat confusing to me about that, and I actually have spoke to her about that. And I was doing a tribute to honor my sister and all the amazing things that she's done. But you've cleared that up with her? I have cleared up with the fact that I don't think she's personally upset with me about that. Truthfully, I don't know why that bothers her. Despite their complicated relationship, Jamie Lynn says she still has a deep love for her big sister. What happened to that love? Um, what has caused this rift between you? That love is still there, 100%. Um, I love, I love my sister. I only, I've only ever loved and supported her and done what's right by her. And she knows that. So I don't know why we're in this position right now. She went on to describe it as often trying to protect her sister to her own detriment, never really getting a chance to speak up for herself. And it basically took a near death experience Okay, so that's pretty much the end of the interview. Um, kind of like laughing a little bit. But um, more about like their beef afterwards. But I'm um, going to play two songs, Hyper Any Spirits, Toxic, and Oops, I Did It Again. So yeah, enjoy that. Baby, can't you see I'm calling? A guy like you should wear a warning. It's dangerous. I'm falling. There's no escape. I can't wait. I need a hit. Baby, give me it. You're dangerous. I'm loving it. Too high. Can't come down. Who's in my hands? Can I know? 
want you to have. Oh, it's beautiful. But wait a minute, isn't this? Yeah, yes it is. But I thought the old lady dropped it into the ocean in the end. Well, baby, I went down and got it for you. Oh, you shouldn't have. Oops, I... This is the Chini Chronicles, and I'm Shanira Eve. So, back to what I was talking about. Um, I was just on live on Instagram, and they cut me off because I was playing music. Whatever. <laughs> Balsamic vinegar. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, before I went to the music break, um, I had played the little um, interview from Good Morning America that Jamie Lynn Spears had did. And pretty much, that's pretty much what started this whole feud between her and Britney. And so basically, way before the uh, Good Morning America interview, um, Jamie Lynn was consist she consistently denied being on the payroll of the conservatorship. Even though the Los Angeles Times had reported that she was on the payroll at some point, she always denied benefiting from the conservatorship. Even even in the interview, she had said that she didn't really know what it was, and she still doesn't know what it is. Which some people found pretty hard to believe. Um, especially since she was in this interview trying to promote her book, yet... 90% of the interview was about Britney and talking about Britney's conservatorship. So it's just interesting. Um, Britney took to uh, Twitter. She responded to all the claims that Jamie Lyon had said in an interview. Uh, she had referenced the 2017 uh, Radio Disney Music Awards performance. Uh, she didn't like how she performed all the remixes, just like it said in an interview. Um, so Jamie Lynn responded to Britney Spears' um, thing on Twitter. She claimed that the rest of the Spears family has been receiving death threats due to all of Britney's accusations and allegations and social media antics. Uh, Jamie Lynn said, quote, that being said, I hate to burst my sister's bubble, but my book is not about her. Uh, she says that she doesn't want to pick. She says that there aren't sides, and she doesn't want drama. Plus, she just wants to speak her truth in order to heal. A lot of people are taking what Jamie Lynn is saying as a grain of salt because people don't understand how 
this conservative went for 13 years and she did not understand what was happening. Like, wouldn't you, if you were so close as she claimed to be, why didn't she hit up her sister and be like, hey, what is this conservatorship? What is going on? Why didn't she ask anybody any questions? Why didn't she find out the truth? And then she's also trying to claim that she tried helping. So, actually, this is kind of like a contradiction a little bit. Because she's claiming that she didn't really know what the conservatorship was. But then she's saying that she tried to get Franny Spears some help and spoke with her legal team and whatever, whatever. So it's just like, if you didn't understand what was going on, why were you, like, well, I guess you could say that she was just trying to help her sister because her sister was saying that she needed help, legal help. But at the same time, wouldn't you want to, like, fully understand what your sister needed help from? Like, what do you try to, like, what do you try to understand what's happening and why she's asking for help and what the conservatorship is doing to her? So that's just another aspect of it. I read a lot of notes. I got three minutes left. Um, so they go back and forth over social media. Um, as you know, the conservatorship ending in 2019. And, but, um. Bernie pretty much says that she loves her sister unconditionally, and the family fighting publicly is kind of like tacky or whatever. But she also says, quote, what dad did to me, they don't even do to criminals. So for you to sit back and act completely aloof to what has happened to me is honestly insane to me, end quote. And Jamie says that she's, she just wants Bernie to call her. She has such an issue. And apparently... She had tried calling Brittany in private several times. And she also, like I mentioned before, at the beginning of the episode, Jamie Lynn had went on to this Spotify podcast called Call Her Daddy. And she read off this text that she allegedly sent to Brittany. And the text allegedly said, quote, Number one, mom and her lawyers have been in constant contact with your lawyer about everything, and I found it strange since you and mom aren't speaking. I didn't understand why mom would be involving herself or instead her opinion to your lawyer, especially if you did not ask her to. Um, Jamie Lynn allegedly mentioned how their dad should, how their dad wanted to step down from his conservative position. Um, when it comes to her. And these texts, I can't really take it seriously because we, you haven't produced receipts. And if you want to read off texts, the logical thing to do is to show receipts, post the screenshots of those of that text. Okay, because for all we know, you're just. You just wrote that out in your notes app and you're just reading it off. So how do I know that you actually sent that text? E- even if you do post a screenshot, how do I not how do I know that you didn't fake those texts? So it's like it's all just he said, she said going on. But like I have 
the tendency to believe Brittany because I want to believe victims. That was this episode of the Chinny Chronicles. If you miss an episode, head to Spotify and Apple and Google Podcasts to listen. Also head to anchor.fm slash Chinny Chronicles to listen there too. Thanks for listening, stop procrastinating, and good night.